Yeah, even the most famous Canadians say sorry a lot, don't they? <laughs> I'm sorry to say this. It's no secret that Canadians are often noted and mocked for our tendency to apologize. When I was in England, they made fun of it. I mean, everywhere you go as a Canadian, at some point, somewhere, in some kind of conversation, someone's going to say, either you say sorry at some point that, that amuses people because they're like, why are you saying sorry? Or at some point, someone brings it up. You know, that an A. Sorry, A. That's kind of people around the world. That's kind of their perception of how Canadians speak to each other. Family guy, I'll show you enough of that. Um, but the fact that we apologize a lot is sort of, it's a quirk that I don't think we mind because there's nothing bad about it. It doesn't harm anyone to some extent, I don't think. Um, it's one of our, it, and we own it. It's our quirk. Although the Brits do say sorry quite a bit as well. And that's probably, as I was mentioning earlier, uh, probably one of the reasons. There are many theories as to why Canadians apologize so much or say sorry so much, I should say. We're not really apologizing for anything. We're just using a word uh, that's slipped its way into the Canadian vernacular. Um, you know, again, that innate British awkwardness, eh, maybe that's part of it. Uh, really, it's sort of an innate humility, maybe, that we're proud of, that we're sort of polite that way. But people often like to point out that it sort of borders on from the sublime to the ridiculous, you know, that often if, if two people bump into each other, one person is clearly at fault for it, right? That both of you will say sorry. You know, that you, that, uh, that if someone almost, you know, if you're, if you're trying to cross the, cross the street and, and you bump into someone or you step on someone's toe, they'll often say sorry to you. Like the, the idea that you've had this accident somehow, if you both just, just agree that it was no one's fault and no one did it on purpose, you use the term sorry. It's also kind of polite, you know, it's a bit like extending, uh, you know, a hand of goodwill to somebody because you feel you may have hurt them or inconvenienced them in some way. Um, and good manners and courtesy is not a bad thing. Peacekeeping, too, a way to differentiate ourselves from our American neighbors. Don't forget, that, don't, don't think they don't notice. Here's Canadian Jim Carrey showing us how it's done in Anchorman 2. Hey! There's not going to be any fight without Scott Riles and the incredibly polite Canadian news team. What about the French-speaking Quebec news? The real voice of Canada. Give it a rest, eh? Give me a break. They can't have news. Nothing happens in Canada. We're going to mop the floor with you. We're going to put the boots to you. Sorry. Sorry. We're going to gouge your eyes out and kick your head in. Sorry. Sorry. I like your ginger ale. <laughs> Sorry again. I like your ginger ale. I forgot about the ginger ale. So... It came to my um, attention recently, the BBC did this video about uh, the fact that people in Holland and in the Netherlands don't say sorry much. And really, this was from a British perspective. And then I looked around and realized that even Dutch students who come to Canada to study also immediately notice that people say sorry all the time. And that back in the Netherlands, they don't. It's certainly not the way we use it. So why such a difference? And what does it tell us about why Canadians say sorry off so often? I thought I would try and figure this out. So joining me now with more on this is Saskia Marsa. She's an intercultural speaker and trainer based in Arnhem in the Netherlands. Thanks so much for your time tonight. It is. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Canadians are, are renowned. In fact, we're almost mocked for being so apologetic or using the word sorry all the time. I guess it's part of our somewhat part of our British heritage as well here. But mm -hmm. it turns out in, um, in Holland, sorry is not, not, is, not the, is not a word that's often used. Yeah, well, we actually use the word sorry only if we really mean it. So it's uh, like uh, in, the, well, in the British or Canadian communication style, it's part of the politeness. 
Yeah, it's a diplomatic way to well to send a, a more or less negative message or a disappointing message, and in the Netherlands is uh, much more yeah f- focused on well you say sorry if you really mean it, and the underlying value uh, on this is that we um, say sorry out of honesty, so right. uh, the underlying values is to be honest and um, to be clear. So if you say uh, sorry all the time, then people would consider that as, um, uh, how do you say? A bit, a bit, a bit fake. Yeah, yeah, a bit fake. So yeah. They might get suspicious. Oh, why say sorry all the time? I mean, what do you, what do you want to say? So just say it, right? And, and if, you, if you've really done something wrong, then you can say sorry, but not, not constantly as a part of, of a, a vague, that will be uh, considered as, as a vague or a, or unclear. Right. I mean, because, I I mean, many, many cultures around many languages around the world are sort of couched in a lot of nuance, right? There's a lot of subtext in many, many cultures, not, not in the Netherlands so much. It's pretty straightforward. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. In the the Netherlands, we have this quite direct communication style and the underlying values are, like I said, it's based on honesty and being open and uh, with being direct, I, I actually mean that we our uh, information is quite clear. So we say what we mean and we mean what we say. And in other cultures, it can be perceived as rude or even arrogant or too direct. Or, And I've interviewed many, ma- uh, many people from abroad that lived in the Netherlands for a while. And they all say in the beginning, uh, I was quite shocked. But then after a while, usually when you when you're abroad for a couple of months, then you start to get used to some things. And also, yeah, people told me that, well, after a while or after a half a year, yeah, you get used to, to the more direct communication style. Um, so the most important thing is to to understand the underlying values. And for, for also for Dutch people, when they go abroad or when they work uh, internationally, uh, they also have to, to get used to the more indirect style of the most other cultures. Uh, but as soon as you understand that it's based on tact or diplomacy, well, we have to learn then to listen better and to find out what the message between the lines is really. That, that, and that we shouldn't translate literally the words yeah, so it's more like the tone or or the the, the context and that's right. a quite a, this is quite a challenge for dutch people that work abroad or internationally yeah i suppose they're wonder they're wondering when someone's going to get to the point right that's the mm-hmm. uh, yes yeah <laughs> yeah um in canada canada we often use the word sorry as kind of a um it's a bit like a greeting in some strange way. Like if you're, oh, if, you, really? if, if the two of you arrive at a doorway at the same time, your first reflection, your first instinct will be to say, "Oh, sorry," and then let the person oh, okay. in. So yeah. it's a, it's a bit of a, it's it's a bit of a term that we use uh, as sort of a way of acknowledging the other person and saying, "Okay, I see you. I will now step back and let you come through," or okay. you know, yeah, we we tend to. Um, or if you or if you bump into someone, obviously it, it's it's used as a term of politeness, yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. Um, I, what happens in 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 those situations in Holland? Do you just do you just sort of grunt at each other, or what happens? No, well, well, in that case situation, we also might say "oops," like something. Go, right. oh, oops. Yeah. Uh, we could also say like "oh, oops, oops yeah. sorry." Or, but right. then you know, it's like a practical. It's it's more meant practically, like okay, well, uh, we just bump into each other, and and then uh, we both know that uh, no one of us does it um, 
Um, on purpose, yeah. It was on something. purpose, right, right, yeah. What's interesting in Canada is that it's often assumed, and this is why the other people make fun of Canadians for saying sorry all the time, is that even if you're not at fault, you'll say sorry for something. Okay, right? so, really? Yeah, yeah, so if someone bumps into you, you'll say, you'll both say sorry, or one of you may say sorry. So it's sort yeah. of an interesting dynamic. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it, it, and it's not, uh, <laughs> yeah, and, you know, even the Americans <laughs> like to mock yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you did a lot of work, I mean, You've obviously had a lot of exposure with uh, with British people living in in Holland as well, and they tend to use the use sorry sort of in a similar way, right? Um, it's it's done sort of as a means of diplomacy. How do they find it? I mean, how is that relationship when they come to uh, to the Netherlands to live? Do they find it difficult with the with the directness? The British people, yes, yeah, yeah, the same, yeah, the same in the beginning there. They might be shocked and and um, uh, well well actually um, what I what I found out in the interviews with with uh, people from thirty different countries I found out that they all um, experience that the same way and if you look at uh, like the the skills when it comes to communication then the Net- the Netherlands has a high score on being direct so that means that most other cultures have this have have the same experience. So whether it's American or, or or British or French, they all perceive that as a, as in the beginning as as rude or even shocking. Uh, but then after a while, when you under like I said, when you understand the underlying values, when you understand it's about honesty and openness, it's also a part of the trading mentality. Like okay, it's sh- short communication lines. So let's say, well, just say it, and then we can move on. Yeah? Right. Or just say it on an honest way, then we can make a deal. Um, and I should say, especially this communication style is a bit more in the west and the north, uh, above the rivers. While more in the more south of the Netherlands, uh, people are all less direct. Right, so closer so, to the Belgian border, that 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 area. Yeah, is that, yes, yeah. yeah. Really, that, is yeah. that interesting yeah. that, that you get yeah, more direct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's also um, uh, also part of the being direct. Is also part of uh, a consensus culture, and in that consensus culture, it's also people people uh, are uh, invited to participate within discussions. Yeah, you see that in, in like Dutch talk shows, for example, you see that everyone, even even if you don't know anything about the subject, then you still are invited to give your opinion. And that's what children already learn at a very young age, you give your share your opinion. And that's also a part of the consensus culture. And that's uh, be, yeah, to, to solve problems together. Right. And I guess to make yeah. that effective, you can't you can't spend too much time, as we say in English, beating around the bush. Right. You need yeah. to get to the yeah. point <laughs> if, if if you want to. Uh, how does it manifest itself when, when you say when people come to Holland for the first time, they might find people a bit uh, abrupt? What's a good example of something like that? Is it it's sort of is it making uh, exp- expressing your opinion in a way that people elsewhere don't express as freely? Or is it more about uh, t- saying something about the person or what they've just said that's more direct? Yeah, um, what I often heard was uh, saying things uh, about, for example, the clothes. I once uh, interviewed somebody, also a British, British man, and he said, "Yeah, somebody said once said, well, your socks are doesn't suit with your trousers, for example.' Right, <laughs> and that's an uh, honest way of giving an opinion, even if it if if he didn't ask for the opinion, they they might come up with uh, with thoughts and ideas just to be." 
helpful like well these right. socks don't suit with your trousers maybe other socks will i can help i can show you right <laughs> so in a more practical way it's more meant to be practical but also i heard a very funny story about a, a american lady she moved to the netherlands and in the beginning she was quite shocked she was in a uh, shop one of the first days she was in the shop and uh, uh the um, how do you say the the, the, the lady who sells, yeah, the, the, yeah. sells the product yeah. she was uh saying to her client yeah well i don't think that dress really suits you so <laughs> and the american lady was she was completely in shock because how can she say something like that to a client i mean the client is Hey, you should right. treat the client like a like a king or a queen. Right. And but she was just meant to be honest. Well, this dress doesn't suit you. I I would like to advise you another dress. But then after a couple of months or even a year, she was getting used to that communication style. And then her American friends came over to visit her. And she said, well, I was living in a very ugly apartment. And, and she said, I knew it was ugly. And then my American friends came and they say, oh, well, how lovely, how great apartment. This is great. And I thought, come on, I know this is an ugly apartment. Don't be faded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then she you realize that suddenly she was looking at the American communication cell through Dutch eyes, which is very interesting, of course, because it helps you to, to create cultural awareness, right? And yeah, uh, yeah. I suppose you have your... to watch. It. Yeah, you have to. Next time you meet, I meet a, a Dutch tourist here in Vancouver, in British Columbia. I don't want to go up to say them, say to them, "Hey, nice to meet you." Those aren't very nice shoes. You don't want to do that, right? It has to be more. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you have to be invited in to give an opinion, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a, so back back to where we started with the word sorry. So there's a whole much broader cultural uh, context around not saying sorry. It's because if you're to say what you mean and you're not apolog- you're not really sorry, then why say it? Yeah, it could be perceived as as a uh, not honest or uh, yeah, could could uh, create a suspicion. Uh, people could get suspicious or well i doubt it if if you if you really mean it i mean that's that's more important that the most important thing is you if you really mean it yeah sorry seems to be the hardest word <laughs> there we yeah go. uh saskia thank you so much for for shedding some light on a very different way of uh of approaching that uh very well-worn canadian term sorry <laughs> yeah you're welcome it's nice to be in your show